Do you want to start a business, get out of the office, achieve happiness and success while crushing life? This is Boss to Boss, the place to be for that extra motivation to get up and follow your dreams while learning from the ones who have already done it. And now for your host, Miro Wieslow. Welcome to Boss to Boss. Today's guest is a world-renowned b-boy, breakdancer, that has changed the game for street dancers alike. He's made it to the finals of Fox's hit TV show, So You Think You Can Dance, and has also appeared on ABC's Dancing with the Stars and feature films such as the Step Up franchise. Fast forward, he is now the co-founder of Legacy Home Investments, a premier real estate solutions company. Jonathan Perez, also known as Legacy, uh, I- I- I'll push this one up to you now. What is a b-boy? Seriously, I'm dying over here, man. It's a pleasure to have you on. So, first of all, thanks again for uh, having me on. And uh, it's been a pleasure. I know we've met briefly before, and then we've kind of had interactions ever since. And I know that your, your listeners are uh, quite awesome and amazing. So, I just, I'm glad to be here. So, thanks for having me. A b-boy. Let's talk about a b-boy. A b-boy is a break boy. It's a terminology used from the 70s where a dancer, a b-boy used to break on the break. And that's the style, footwork, flavor of the, of the a- aspect of hip-hop, which is called b-boying. It's one of the elements of hip-hop. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's where break boy, because on the break of the record, it used to be like, let's call it a regular song. And then you have a break, the break of the record, which is the more intense part. That's when the b-boy would come and dance. And that's why they called, it the, they're called, called him or her the break boy, break girl. See, see, you never know. You never know what you're gonna learn on any given day when you turn into a podcast. That's why podcasting is is the future at the moment. Um, but everybody tuning in, uh, be sure you know if you're if you're listening on one of the podcast avenues and you want to put a face to the name, be sure to check out uh, Legacy on Instagram at Legacy Perez One, and also his website LegacyPerez.com. And there you can get the links to all the different uh, places he's at Facebook his uh all the different shows and movies has been featured in and uh everything else he's doing with real estate now but it sounds all pretty and it sounds like you're just like living the life in the dream but there was a big time struggle right i mean you went through a lot can you kind of give us just a quick uh like catch up at least for the listeners that don't know as much about like how you actually got here you know a lot of people talk about the destination and forget to talk about the journey. And I don't like to make it sound so cliche about the journey because the journey tends to be less, uh, less chaotic and less stressful. It's always going to be stressful. The, the, The principles of managing your stress and knowing when you're doing something for a reason, that is essentially what allows you to see success and what, what gets you there. That's your vehicle, your, your drive, persistence, dedication, hard-headedness. And so my story, you know, I I started back, uh, I'm going to tell you, I started when I was 16 years old, I started dancing. Uh, And it didn't happen. It wasn't like, oh, I see a dance, I want to, I want to learn how to dance. I actually, when I was nine, um, had a, had a family issue where my mom and my brother left to Colombia. And 
they had to get their, their residency or their paperwork and they couldn't be there for eight or nine months. And at that moment I felt, uh, abandoned, uh, neglected. And it's something, you know, I see it now and it's, it's like, don't be, don't be dumb. Nobody neglected you. Nobody abandoned you. But at nine years old, I couldn't comprehend what was going on. And so I, I took it personal as a story for people so that you guys can relate because Mm -hmm. as adults, we tend to shelter our, our feelings a little bit more and know how to avoid pain. And, uh, and I believe that there is such a thing called pain to power, which is my business that I'm creating as well. Uh, and so I started literally, I had anger because of this, my mom and my brother leaving. And so I, I developed a physical twitch. I remember laying on my dad's chest, telling him, you know, dad, I can't stay still. And he said, he said, Oh, don't worry, just breathe. And I said, No, you don't understand. I just physically can't stay still from there developed a lot of twitches through through middle school, Hmm. and high school. And I remember the award I won was in um, Bel Air was in fifth grade Winston Park. And so um, meaning the award for highest physical fitness achievement award, I was running faster than everybody doing more pull ups, getting into my first fight. So you can see the anger that I'm talking about was coming out in other ways, oh, yeah. but now it is literally has it it was shifted during high school to a bunch of physical twitches like like I look looked like I had Tourette's or twitch or Wait, like, oh for real like it actually oh no no like change your body physically like like if you hang out with me now you'll see some of the stuff that I do it's less predominant because I become more aware of it trying to heal that physical. Uh, that physical like emo it's emotional pain that I disguised it as twitches that I coped with it as twitching <laughs> and so when I started dancing I literally found a way to cover up my twitches I would twitch and I'd be like oh no I'm popping and so movement what? was hiding the movement and so that's obviously behind the movement mm-hmm. it's obviously it, there's a couple things behind the movement is but behind the movement right now predominantly is figuring out why people do what they do and helping them to achieve results, whether in business or in life. Uh, so I'm, I'm doing something with behind the movement, but behind the movement for me was my dance hiding the twitching. And it was, it was like, it was real. It's real. It's something as a kid, you're trying to hide these twitches from everybody, your mom, your brother, your dad. And so, and, and to make a long story short, I feel like I became the best dancer in the world, meaning, the best at expressing myself through movement where people were like, wow, I can't believe you move that way. Uh, I, I've never seen dance uh, in my life, meaning I've seen people moving and dancing, but never people connecting to music and dance like you do. So there was something special about my movement and it was because I was being so, becoming so amazing at it to try to hide something. And so from there, propelled to me, me dancing at Universal Studios Florida for like three years and finally watch sitting in a movie theater watching the movie you got served and seeing it and going man you know I I, I want to be in a movie what do I have to do mm-hmm. and my buddy's like we got to move to LA so I got up literally walked out and he said where are you going I said I'm moving to LA and literally got to LA four days later but in between I left with $240 in my pocket ran out of gas in New Orleans he, he didn't have any money either. So what we did was street performed on Bourbon Street for donations. Uh, we made 600 bucks uh, off donations. Nice. Slept in a hotel, ate sushi, 
We were like pimping. Oh, balling. Dude, balling. Wow. And balling. And so we get to LA and then got arrested in Third Street Promenade because you need a permit. We got a permit, street performed there, you know, couch surfed for a little bit, and then finally ended up getting our own our own uh rental. We rented an apartment because, you know, obviously through some time and asking people, we got an apartment and finally started getting our bearings right. And then from that moment that we arrived in LA exactly 30 days I landed my first uh commercial and mm. from that day my first music video was 45 days and then I up to one year of doing commercials and 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 a lot of those things one of my biggest things was dancing for an artist and in 2005 I landed Gwen Stefani's world tour uh, Harajuku Lovers which was a world tour that we danced we were we literally toured for the whole year and then following subsequent three years three whole years together with Gwen. So, um, and I've been able to dance for Gwen Stefani, Mariah Carey, Chris Brown, Justin Bieber, Christina Aguilera, Black Eyed Peas, Shakira. I've done some like Spanish artists, movies, mm-hmm. commercials. So kind of propelled all the way to the top. Crazy. Mind you, I want to remind you that it was because I was trying to hide a switch. <laughs> it's crazy. Like, and especially when you're watching those videos or music videos, there are numerous times when I'm like always wondering like, Who's the, who are those, you know, who are those dancers in the background? Like they are actually making this video. Like they, they, they are the entertainment. Like this is, and, but you never know their story. You don't. Yeah, right. exactly. And they all have, they all have, I mean, we all, we, and I don't want to talk about the dancers per se, because I think everyone that's listening to this needs to know, like I share with you my story, not because I want to talk about myself. I share it because I look at it from a standpoint if I'm listening to somebody like me, what it means for you guys that are listening to you too, Miro, is like everyone has a story. As as stupid as it might seem that I was hiding a twitch and I started dancing, you did what you did and learned and you're so intelligent and smart and got into business, like like corporate and working and, and, and figuring out accounting and all this stuff and realize like that is part of your story. And, and I want everyone to know that you do have a story and your story does matter. It's just how you put it together that makes it compelling. And that's obviously, I help people do that. It's a technique that I utilize because I've been through so much pain. I've remembered what happened, gathered it and brought it to a compelling story. So I want to make sure that everyone is aware of everybody's importance, period. That's, that's what I'm trying to get at. Yeah, because I mean, I you... Support especially just with like you when you perform now still once in a while right like when i saw you at thrive you express yourself through the music and yes. it turns it turns out into it turns into a whole motivational thing and it's like wow and this was supposed to be just like a performance yeah so it just shows I literally, importance just to add to that i literally we took the concept of the struggle of an entrepreneur and literally put a move, movement to it to a soft melodic music and uh, as you remember, there were so many people that were in tears because they finally saw a, rep- a physical representation of how they feel. Yeah, and it's, it's crazy. Are you looking to do something more with that? Like, expand on that? Yeah, you know, I, I am. I haven't. Uh, I, I, it's, it's been something that's on my mind to create a small tour, but that's, like, coming up. That's, that's, I'm putting that on the side. Maybe, maybe it's something I should uh, – focus on but i think that's something that i will always be passionate about that it'd be like a full circle thing right like do everything else and then like end up back where you started right one day exactly yeah pretty cool 
Well, uh, well, besides, uh, besides that part, um, how did you kind of venture into real estate? I, I guess you never had a traditional nine to five really, right? Per se, like job. I, had I, mean, an, I did have a one nine to five. I used to work at Taco Bell when I was, yes. uh, I'll tell you that story. You're going to, you're going to love that story. Yeah. Let's hear it. So I'm at Taco Bell. I'm 14, 15, 16 years old. Uh, it's my, it was a nine to five. I had worked a couple like hand collating jobs where I'm like mm-hmm. filing papers and putting uh, uh, things in envelopes, like coupons and stuff. And, oh yeah, you know, sending the let thousands of letters. So I, re- I remember that, but Taco Bell was interesting. Uh, I, I went and I got a job at Taco Bell with two of my buddies that were also B-boys and we started, we were there. And then a couple months in, I told my, and I, you know, I, I'm a, I'm a very, I, I do, I and you should, and everybody listening should always put a hundred percent effort. So I was the best at making tacos. I was the best at creating chalupas. I was the best, well, all of it. I just took my job very seriously, whatever it was that I was doing, even if I wasn't happy or even if I didn't want Mm -hmm. to. And so I'm there and I'm doing my best and I'm standing out from the rest. And I'm like, man, and people are like, dude, that's awesome. The manager was like, good job. And I said, listen, I have, I have a competition in three weeks and I really want to go to it. And I'm, I want to ask you for the time off. And he said, wonderful. And I was like, perfect. Uh, that, that day came and I said, all right, I'm going to work the, the morning. So you don't have, you know, so you don't have like le- less employees. And then I'll just leave around 1231. I'll get there by four. I'll be fine. And he said, no, you can't go. Uh, and that was like a red, that was like red for me. I was like, what do you mean? I told you three weeks ago. And he's like, well, your other friends, uh, took off and they said they're going to that same competition. And I was like, man, that sucks. And so I'm there and I didn't want to get in trouble. So I'm working hard. And and one of the most important things for them is protecting the cheese. You can't get like Mm -hmm. a whole thing of cheese and put it on top. They have, they have you pinch it with two fingers. It's called three and it has the three cheeses uh, in one package. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was like, man, I was just so upset. And then he came by and he's like, he's like, oh yeah, I'm glad you obeyed or something like that. Something really uh, demeaning. Uh, you, you know, you could have lost your job. And I said to him, this is, this is, you're going to love this because boss to boss is, is kind of <laughs> the epitome of this. Yes. And so I said, I could have what? And he goes, you could have lost your job. And at that moment, I was like, you know what? I don't care about work. I care more about expressing myself, about dancing, about living a life that I want to live. And I stuck my whole arm inside the cheese thing. And I pulled out literally the whole packet of cheese yes. like out like this. And I threw it on the floor by his feet. And he looked at me like he wanted to probably punch me in the face, but I was little. So he looked at me and I took off my shirt and I left, I threw it right next to the cheese. And I was like, I, I quit. I'm going to go to the competition. Um, and I just stormed out of there. I went to the competition and I won first place. Damn. And so, and so that story is mm-hmm. not necessarily about me winning or anything like that, but it's about how you can take my, that same mindset. And mm-hmm. I don't want to say attitude because I was never condoned somebody taking cheese and throwing it on somebody's feet when you're 16 it's okay to do that 
find your own way to figure out how to throw cheese on the floor, how to put your foot down, how to take mm -hmm. off that shirt and throw it down and, and essentially prepare yourself for a life you do want to live, you know, for something that you truly are inspired by, like, like seeing somebody that's in a cubicle and I don't want to, like some people love the cubicle, but if you're listening to this and you're like, I absolutely resonate with his story. I would love to not be bossed anymore. Or there's people that are listening that are like, I love the organization I belong to. I yeah. feel a part of it. I feel like, like this is for everyone, right? I feel like I belong. I feel like a community. Then awesome. But if you don't, this is for you to put your foot down and stand for what you truly want to do and what you believe in. Uh, and you can see that my outcome, even if I would have lost, the mm -hmm. competition, it would have been a lesson to, to constantly put what I want first before someone else bossing me around. Wow. And uh, that's, that's a, you know, you can take that many ways, but it's crazy how you kind of twisted it around and you, you, you were able to find that, that path early. Some people can't find it till later on. Some don't find it at all. And I get, you're right. Exactly what you're saying. There's no, you know, some people love the organizations. There's no right way to do anything. You, at the end of the day, if you could find though your passion and, you know, maybe, maybe you're the best intrapreneur at that organization ever. And that's just what that's you right. love. And that's, and that's right. it. But the hardest thing is like, what if you find something and it doesn't make you money? You know, like, for example, I'm sure being a B-boy, you know, didn't always make you money. Right. And uh, how do you like keep up with something like that? Like I'm, like, I guess for you, it kind of worked out. What if you, for example, you know, you went to LA and you didn't get those gigs, that commercial, you know, that music video right away. You think, how long do you think you would have gave it? You know, uh, that's a great question, by the way. A great question. And when I think about, I, I, before LA, I was doing like bar mitzvahs, small dance jobs here and there. And what I realized is that if you're good at something good enough, it just depends on how developed your mind is for business that will allow you to get paid. You get paid, you get people that are getting paid to tell you how great you are. Like Mike Tyson had a guy that would just follow him and tell him, yo, you're amazing and be his hype man. Like you're amazing, you're fantastic, you're the best. Like talk about keeping yourself in a state he had some, so there's a job for anything, right? Meaning there's, there's, a, you can get paid. I don't want to say a job, mm -hmm. but there's somebody's looking for somebody as talent. So if you're a singer that is like mediocre, you could go into a, a jazz club or somebody, a club and be like, Hey, I would love to play here for free. And then after that, you'll, you'll, you'll prove yourself. Somebody will be like, wow, you're amazing. Hey, I can develop you. I have potential, you have potential, I see it in you, let me help you. And all of a sudden get a, a record label to be interested in your music and then you become a hit, which has happened in the past. For sure. So I'm, I'm a big advocate of being able to see what you're doing mm -hmm. and learning how to monetize on it. Like learn how to make money from what it is that you're doing, from dance. You would never think a person that spins on his head could get paid. Like, it just doesn't logically make sense. But when you take what the industry is doing and you're like, okay, I see 
like I saw beforehand how big dance was going to be. Yeah. And I said, all right, cool. Well, artists need it. Uh, brands need it. Commercials, everybody, all the dance stuff that's out. You saw that there was a predominant within the last 10 years. It's been blowing up. Oh, yeah. More movies about it. Uh, it's the, it's the, like, um, uh, Ellen DeGeneres has Twitch as his, her DJ. He's a dancer. So you, actors that are, are now dancers that are becoming actors. And so you start seeing this, this like, this, uh, you know, this new, like, what do you call it? Like, like new paved road or mm-hmm. uh, new industry, new, new breakthroughs of, of dancers that are now making multiple six figures but they just, you need to know the business of, of dance, not, oh, I can dance only, pay me. It's like you dance and then you're professional. And so there's aspects of it to answer your question about like, like, like how do you get paid for it? Or how do you think if you do anything you do, you can get monet, you can monetize. Mm-hmm. And if you're good, if you're amazing and passionate about it, somebody's willing to pay for it. It's just like that. It's just like art interpretive. It's like somebody might sell a painting that you're like, oh, it's a piece of crap. It's a $10 million painting. Somebody's willing to pay for it. Right. You can find who right. and be consistent. So it sounds like you pretty much, you went the jump ship route. You're just like, that's it. I'm done. Zero to 100. Would you recommend that route for others, especially like being in an office? I mean, that's, kind of, that's what I kind of did. But uh, I know it yeah. doesn't work out for a lot of people. So, you, you know, it, it's, I would say this. I would say this. I don't consider myself any different from anyone else. Here's what I do know about myself. And I, and I, and I learned this pretty early. Uh, and that doesn't mean that you can't learn it now and be mm-hmm. amazing. Like, like KSC guy, uh, the chicken dude, what's his name? Colonel Sanders yeah, oh yeah. created KSC in like freaking, I don't know, 65 years old or something or 70 or 50. Something I don't know. Like that, yeah. So it just shows you, and I, I use that not because, oh, you're, you know, you can make whatever happen. It's like I use it because you see that some, everybody has their own realization at some point. I happen to have it because of my circumstances earlier. Well, instead of me going and finding a nine to five, I, I wanted to be a firefighter, a child psychologist, a doctor. I wanted to be so many things because that's what my parents, my teachers, my people around me, my family, they all put that into my head. But when I realized I don't have to follow the status quo, I could, I could do what's called perturbation. It's going against the status quo. And I mm-hmm. said, I can make a living doing what I do by consistently doing it. And I knew that mindset was important because I knew that you couldn't tell me, you couldn't make me, you couldn't, something couldn't happen where I failed. And, and you guys are going to want to adapt this. I, I couldn't be stopped because of failure. So if you think about it, I moved from Miami to Los Angeles, stopped in New Orleans because I ran out of gas. That's a failure. Most people will turn back. Oh, yeah. But I didn't even think about turning back. I only thought about how is the questions are important. How do I make it? How do I keep going? Well, let's go dance on the street for money. That's like, it sounds like, oh my God, he's so intelligent. That's crazy. <laughs> no, I just didn't want to go back. Um, there's a, there's a, if you, if you pull up to an island with art, with an army and you're going to battle and you know that you, you're outnumbered by men 
and you pull up to the to the shore, the the captain or the the general is going to say, "Burn the ships," which you know in the Napoleon Hill story, um, "Burn the ships," and the, the ships are burning. You're watching your escape. Essentially, I'm watching Florida in my mind be burned off the map, so I can't like go back. So I'm like, I'm gonna keep going, and you win the war because you're forced to either win or lose. You can't leave, and that's the mindset that is important. I knew I I had felt that mindset, and with that in your mind, when with that thought process, you're like, I'm just gonna go see what happens because. I wasn't supposed to dance for artists. I, as soon as I got to LA, I was doing commercials and I was like, I saw somebody dancing for an artist on TV. I was like, oh, a music video. And I was like, I, I wanna do that. I'm, it's dance, it's within the same realm. I need the same amount of effort. I need the same amount of knowledge, except for a little bit more, meaning knowledge of dance. I just need to learn how to dance behind an artist. And I went and got a, a job behind an artist which then translated into my, my career. It, I wasn't initially thinking I want to dance for an artist. I just said I want to do a, a, a dance move on TV and get paid for it. That was it. On TV, then in movies, because I saw movies coming out. I was like, I would love to do that. Because I saw the one that the reason I left was because of uh, 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 You Got Served. Mm-hmm. And so I was in Step Up and I was in Green Hornet, right. Never Say Never. And all. So in my mind, if you can start generating for your own ideas, your, your own, like people that are listening, you guys should take into your, your consideration. Wow. He, it's not that he's any different from us. He just knew in his head that he couldn't go back. And by blocking off that, he opened up 15, 20 different avenues on how to do it, on how to succeed. And that's a big component of my success. I'm not, I, I'm very, I'm ordinary with an extraordinary ability to block off my, my escape. It's All a mindset. mindset. Right? It's something they teach a lot. And, and I thought for sure you were going to go off into like a Game of Thrones reference there when you, when you brought up all the ships. I was like, here we go. Here we go. There's the battle. I actually <laughs> don't watch that, which I probably got to – a buddy of mine watches it. Got it's all anybody's talking about. And uh, I – yeah. <laughs> but, you know, with you, <laughs> it, it's like this <laughs> – it's like this every time I meet you, every time I see you, uh, there's too much to say, too much to do, and just like not enough time. Like I, I, could, yep. keep, I could keep going. It's like a million different things right now. And when, when we're running out of time, so let's just say I would be, let's just say you were young at that time. It was easier for you. Not, not easier, but, you know, some would say yes, some would say no. But what if you were 50, you know, 55? And you actually are running out of time, even though we are going to live till way, way past 100. Let's call it, yeah. Would things okay. change? I got you. <sighs> Making you think, man. Making you yeah, think. yeah, no, it's great. That's an amazing, amazing question. So here's what I believe. I believe that I'm going through that same shifting. Even though I had the mindset as a kid, Everyone likes your body and your mind like to find comfortability. It doesn't like to be uncomfortable. That's why Tony Robbins takes cold, cold dips. That's why people run. That's why people do things that are uncomfortable because they're constantly exercising that muscle. When I left Miami, 
that muscle was built. But as I got here, then I just started working. After I, after I struggled a little, I kept going, I started working. Then I got comfortable. Then I got into real estate. Mm-hmm. Uncomfortable. Oh yeah. The reason I succeeded was because I had to remember how I felt going from Miami to LA. And I said, oh my gosh, this is so uncomfortable. That when I, when I went back to that mindset again, I succeeded. So the point of that, and I, you know, we've gone to, to generate millions of dollars to be in debt to millions of dollars to make millions of dollars in real estate. That's not because I'm the best dancer. Like you'd be like, a dancer is not supposed to do real estate. You, oh, yeah. you, you never went to college, did high school, no nothing. You're, you're stupid technically. It's, you're not dumb. Allowed. it's not allowed. Nope. And, and now it's like, how did you do it? Going back, I'm still reinventing myself. I'm still having to put effort of this mentality. So if you're 50, now is the time to do it. Like you can't afford, like you will find, if you're older, you will find whether you're 20, 18, 35, 40, 52, 50, you will find that there is an inner kid inside of you that you put away. We are all kids. We're just kids that got older. We're all kids. We just, we, we are just big kids. But as we get older, we think we have to grow up. No, most people in the world that are geniuses are the ones that still dream like kids that are able to use their logical experience, grown up minds to put into action their ideas and how to execute those ideas like Walt Disney. And so you're like, wow, he succeeded. Wow, yeah, well, Walt Disney had to remain a kid. Oprah had to remain a kid. All these people had to remain creatively kids in order to find a way to be like, I'm going to succeed, whatever it is that I do. And so I think that's a beautiful thing. If you're any age, Mm -hmm. now is the time to ask what that mindset is. How do I do it? And if you think about it, it's being resilient. It's, it's going, ah, something is scary, but I'm going to do it anyways, because what's the worst that can happen? Um, my, let's say you're quitting a job. I quit. Boom. I'm going to go start music and you suck at music. I guarantee you, you can probably go to another similar job and, uh, and, and get in there and be like, okay, I lost five months of my life, but, uh, I experienced a lot. And I guarantee yeah. you the experiences that you will go through are not going to be something that's Oh, I regret it. It will be like, I am so glad I did that. And through that, I found that I'm actually better with this, not another job, but you might find because of your necessity of being under pressure and needing to find a solution, you'll find maybe truly what you're destined to do. Yeah. And like, it would be, it would be so dumb if someone like turned you down after that, like, wow, you went out, you tried something else. You're bringing a whole new perspective back to us. Like, yeah. Whoa. (laughs) <laughs> isn't that eye-catching already like by itself yeah. um and and we didn't even hit up on you know on real estate and where you're at with that um and uh so Le- legacy uh home investments uh, yes so that you started that up in 2013 right am i correct yep, yep you're actually right 2013 uh, and um, i started that with my my partner and she well she's also a dancer and uh 
literally she she she's the brains I always say uh and here's why when I when I started the business any business that I've ever done meaning like real estate or right, coaching or whatever it is that I've started I've always been dependent on because I didn't go to school on somebody that was organized but this goes to show you that <clears throat> I would have never started a business had I've not had found someone that can do the things that I am not good at. So if you're listening exactly. and you're wanting to do something and you suck at something, meaning you're not good at, at whatever it is, find it's somebody because the vision was create a real estate business that's badass. And the way to do it was organization, heart, drive, persistence, all the stuff that I had. And we put that together and it was a formula for success. So I want to share with you guys that if you're not capable of doing it, which everybody, I know you're capable of doing it alone. Right now, I'm the most organized that I've ever been because I've learned that that's how you do it. That's how you, that's how you create success. Organized chaos is, 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 is like a way to, to formulate a clear picture. Huh. And I like that. You have... A uh, clear mental pick. You have a. You have to have a definitive purpose, a clearly defined goal or dream, and develop a burning desire for its achievement, which is your 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 momentum, your movement, how you move forward and execute. So, uh, that's that's literally controlled chaos is your blueprint, your map on how to get there, how to get to success. Oh, I love that. It's pretty much yeah. I mean, you can start up anything you really want, right? And then you can fill in the missing, the missing, I guess, pieces to the puzzle, right? Yep. I mean, as long as you have that idea, that motivation, that drive, and it all kind of comes back to full circle, right? Mindset, where you were uh, so-and-so years ago and where you are now. And it's- yeah, and, and I want to, because you probably have one more question, but I want to define mindset, because if I was the listener's shoes and I didn't know what, what we were talking about, yes. like yes. if I was brand new and I'm like, man, how do you change, how do you do mindset, what's mindset? Mindset is the series of principles that you acquire from learning from people that are already succeeding mm-hmm. and you adapt those habits and you take them as, as your own. It's, it's taking what you currently think is right in your mind and having the ability to take your ego and diminish it to humility and going back and putting in and replacing literally replacing the ideas that you think are correct with ideas that are success based that are proven systems that are proven ideas so then you now can move forward as a successful person thinks and that's the difference between mindset and just wishing that you can change the way you think it's practical steps to adapt that way of thinking that's what mindset is. Did you copyright that yet? I did not. That was like perfect. Like you should take that clip actually and like run that on Instagram. That was awesome. I would Thank love you. that. Send it to me. <laughs> <laughs> I will. I could. I could. Uh, no, I love that. Thanks so much for sharing that. That was awesome. Um, I hope everybody uh, was able to tune in uh, and catch that part. That was. That's like the perfect definition. If, if I ever heard one, like that's wow. Uh, well, everybody else uh, tuning in, make sure to check out at Legacy Perez one on Instagram. 
very active over there, very, uh, a lot of very motivational videos and just inspiring stories all the time. And uh, LegacyPerez.com to find out everything else about where he's been, where he's at, where he's going with real estate and, um, who, and, and a lot more. But uh, now, now really quickly, I know we're winding down, but it's still uh, still time for our listeners' favorite, favorite segment Welcome of the to show. The round with yeah. no name, because they're all taken. All right, so quick rules here. You get five seconds to initiate an answer. Otherwise, my producer, Steve Wiley, AKA the leg breaker, you can see I'm looking around. He, he's lurking, he's always lurking in the background. I, I don't want to have to deal with him. They call him the leg breaker for a reason. So uh, let's just kind of keep it at that, you know. I, I don't want to. Find okay, out I got you. I got All right. you. All right. So, without further ado, what is your favorite movie? Stop the yard. What is your favorite book? How to Win Friends and Influence People. Classic. If you are stranded on the island by yourself for the unforeseeable future, there are no ships coming at you. What is the one item you want with you? Not a person. Trees. Trees. Huh. That's, uh, that's a very smart answer. I'll only elaborate on that later. Um, let's just say you had an unlimited amount of money right now, and you can do anything you want, start up any business you, you wanted to, but it can't be your own. What would it be? I would continue to do what I'm doing. I would just help, help people succeed. What if it had to be like something different? Like you had to just do something totally different. I would play soccer. Okay. So would you like start up a soccer company or something? I'd start or? Up a, so- a soccer league, yeah. Soccer league, awesome. I like that. Like an entrepreneur soccer league. Oh, man. That, that, uh, we should talk. We should talk. <laughs> Who has been or is your greatest mentor? Uh, Cole Hatter. He's, uh, and, I, I believe. He's, yeah. Cole, Cole's definitely a lot of people's mentor. I could see that. He's been inspiration to a lot of people and um how uh kind of now on to the more serious questions how do you drink your coffee i don't drink coffee throwing curveballs at me tea (laughs) um very rarely very rarely so no caffeine for you or what i don't like caffeine i have an initial original like like natural high of just waking up and being grateful and getting up and having energy. I know how to turn on uh, when, I, when I want to, and I know how to adapt to my feelings. And uh, I, I try to keep my, my vibration really high so other people don't pick up on a low-frequency vibration. So I'm always, always vibrating at a, high, at a high level. I'm intentionally wanting to vibrate at a high level. So I don't need, I don't need coffee when you, when you know how to do that. And it's learned, by the way. Um, you, you don't need to, to drink things to make you amped up. You already wake up amped up. Man, I wish I, like, talked more. Man, uh, dang it. We need to we do can, another we can <laughs> we can But uh, what is the one item, one item that you have to have with you every day? Maybe it's something you drink, you eat it, or you just wear it. But it makes you you. One thing. I like my wallet. Oh, is it a special kind of wallet? It, it's a wallet, and uh, inside of it, it's uh, it's a little clippy wallet that makes the cards pop out. It's my favorite thing, and on it, it has my logo to remind me of why I do what I do every day. It's fancy. I got to see that next time. I promise I'll give it back. I promise. <laughs> 
how seriously would you take me if I walked into a business meeting with you right now and I had socks and sandals on? Uh, I, I, I would respect you. Interesting. And? Depends how your attitude was, though. Okay. Because you walk in looking like that and giving a crappy attitude or you walk in saying, hey, arrogance. I like working this way. And it just depends. So first look, if it was you walking in, I'd be like, this guy's an idiot, but he might be intelligent as hell. So I'm going to give him a chance. I never, I never judge a book by its cover. Even if I do, I give them, I give an opportunity to redeem. I love that. No, that's a, that's interesting way of looking at it. All right. Well, you survived. I survived. My doors didn't get broken down. So uh, we're good. We're good. Uh, All right. I can breathe. Amazing. All right. Well, Jonathan Perez, Legacy. It's been a pleasure having you on. Um, everybody, LegacyPerez.com. You have uh, anything you want to elaborate on? I know you mentioned uh, trees. So, uh, what, why, why did you say trees as your one item? I'll tell you the trees and then I'll, I'll give you my last closing thoughts for everyone watching that, that I would love to leave them with to, to ponder. And uh, the trees, because I can find a way to tie them together and make them float, make a boat and get out of there. Or trees have coconuts, trees, trees have food. Um, you know, trees, I could create shelter. Uh, trees, I think, would be a necessity for me to survive wow. uh, in my mind. And uh, that's the first thing I could think of when, I, when you said did you that. Get answered, did you get asked that question or something before? Never. Nope. Most people did, haven't. Wow. Okay. That, that was good. That was good. Well, yeah, Mike is yours, Legacy. It's been a pleasure, pleasure having you on. So glad we could do this. Closing thoughts are all yours. Thank you again for having me. And the biggest thing for me is to leave you with this. Life is very shifty. It changes directions. It changes things. There's so many parallels. Each decision you make puts you in a parallel, still moving in the, in the forward direction, but in a different line. And so if you can picture yourself compounding every little thing that you do, every decision that you make to finding a way to land in the parallel that's going to best showcase you as a person and who you are, find those decisions that are making you light up every, every single time you make a decision, whether it's a sacrifice or a decision to be something that you want to be, that are afraid to be, mm-hmm. push the fear aside because fault. Fear is only false evidence appearing real. Push the fear aside, embrace what failure looks like, and realize then that failure is only an obstacle that creates an opportunity for you to grow as a person and as the best version of you that you can possibly be. Mic drop. That's it. Mic drop. I love it. Legacy, thanks so much uh, for sharing that. I know the listeners will find this very, very helpful. Uh, just everything you've been doing, it's, it is truly inspirational. And I couldn't wait for uh, for this episode. So it's Amazing, man. Amazing. I appreciate you, bro. Big time. All right. We'll talk again soon. Take care. Until next time. All right, man. You too, bro. That is all for this episode of Boss to Boss. Your next step is to visit boss2boss.com where you will find proven techniques followed by professionals to help you make that next step. Again, that is boss, the number two, boss.com. And remember, the time is now.